Josh, can you pay me in advance? <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? Yo, feeling grounded. Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like this video, share this video to any person that you think might enjoy this content. Also, follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Also, on Patreon, for three bucks a month, you guys can enjoy content that Josh and I genuinely enjoy. Love to put out there. And guys, leave a question in the comments. Put some comments below the videos. We want to, we want to answer your questions. If you have any questions for us, type it down below. Okay. Entertainment. Where's the entertainment, guys? All right. So Marvel Phase Four. Um. So let's take a look right here. Mainly, we're going to be talking about what we predict. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to uh, how they're basically going to perform popularity wise and maybe even box office wise. We'll see where this conversation goes. So we already at this point in time, Black Widow has come out. Shang-Chi has already come out. And that's about it. We got Eternals coming up. Spider-Man No Way Home is coming out. Plus Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, looks like Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2. I think they're calling it the Marvels now. This is an early mm-hmm. image. Uh, you got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Blade, Quantumadium, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then lastly, to close it out, Fantastic Four. Wow, I actually didn't realize that they were doing some of these. Yeah, Um I've, I've got my opinions on all of them. Um, but as far as the Disney Plus shows, we, have, we can have our own opinions on having like streaming services, but WandaVision's come out, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, and I think they just finished up What If. Yeah. We've got some a bunch of these ones that I frankly do not care any, any bit yeah. about. Yeah. You know, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion. I'm sure that's to do with the scrolls, Captain Marvel, Ironheart, Armor Wars, Marvel Studios, I Am Groot, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Okay. <laughs> we all know how that turned out, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. So basically, with all of these movies coming out until 2023, and we have TV shows up the wazoo until the end of 2022. Um, yeah, let's talk Black Widow first off, Josh. I was not a fan of Black Widow. I think, obviously, the the, the Rona screwed it up hardcore. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I probably will not watch this movie. Yeah. I'm not interested in this story, because I know she's dead. Yep. Yep. This movie <laughs> should have released four or five years ago you know it it feels like a tacked on schlock yeah it really should have happened before endgame yeah right Uh, right right between like civil war and like actually no i yeah because that's when it took place in the timeline really what they should have done is put it where captain marvel was 
because that mm-hmm. came in the middle of Infinity War and Endgame. I got you. Oh, that would have been so much better. Yeah, it because was, it's obviously. a character that you legitimately care about. Yeah, at the time at least. And yeah. then yeah, and then Cap- I mean, Captain Marvel, I thought it was awful. Like that's yeah. my least favorite. Movie but more on that later. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the actress, of course, Scarlett Johansson, she's a powerhouse. Oh, she's fantastic. Right. But yeah. nobody cares about her story anymore because we know what happens. I agree. Nobody cares now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think this was the this performed the poorest, right? Out of like it was the first almost flop. I mean, I don't think it is now, but mm-hmm. right. Because I think I think it was the first one to. Yeah, what didn't perform. what didn't help was obviously you know the uh, the uh, unspecified virus, uh, unspecified virus of unknown origin. Unknown origin, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it. It, and plus putting it on uh, Disney plus and there's obviously a little bit of a controversy with uh, Scarlett Johansson she's suing Disney because of the fact that it's a breach contract, a breach right? of her contract it should have just been released in theaters but uh, yeah I don't know the, the status of that yet yes, they, they did her dirty which is not not cool you can't do that to, to, mm-hmm. to skate Jojo <laughs> <laughs> moving on Shang-Chi uh, yeah, I saw this in theaters with uh, my mom wanted to see it. So I was like, I will oblige. Why not? I was not excited for this movie going in. Still, yeah. I'm not still I'm not excited uh, even coming out. Uh, I, for, I forgot about this five minutes after walking out. Uh, it's, a, it's a generic kung fu movie mixed with crazy rich Asians. Uh, <laughs> you know, in its attempt to rake in dollars from China, yeah, which you know, I just heard that it's banned there. It didn't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the lead actor. The the reason that it did it was banned because the lead actor. I heard he, um, he stated that it's like living in a third world country, China. Mm. And so, yeah, forget yeah, a forgettable it, movie. As opposed to telling interesting stories, they're relying more on just cultural stuff. Deep. I just don't think that's that's it's not how you tell a good story. Like if you're yeah. worried about people hating what you did because it goes against what's considered cultural norm normalcy, then mm-hmm. you're failing and you're losing the idea of what a good movie should be. Yeah. You should be going against common commonalities. But mm-hmm. and I feel like that's kind of what this movie was about. You felt like you're they were playing it safe. Next one. This is the one that I feel the least excitement for of all, uh, at least as far as right now. Until the next one, uh, Eternals. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eternals. I don't know anyone talking about this movie. Uh, nobody knows the characters. I mean, granted, nobody knew the characters of Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Um, when before that movie came out, you know, you have a bunch of has-beens uh, such as uh, Salma Hayek. You've also got uh, Angelina Jolie. What has she done? I mean that sincerely. I, what has she done? Um, and plus also, as far as the whole China thing goes, like we said about Shang-Chi, the director, she, she said that China was filled with lies everywhere. And based on that, it's likely to get banned too. You know, uh, And she's only done one movie before this. That's right. Yep. you cannot give a blockbuster movie i say that quote-unquote blockbuster so uh you can't give a director who's only done one movie before this type of project no you really shouldn't 
I mean, it may surprise surprise us, may surprise the world, but I have a feeling it won't. Yeah, this is the one that I'm, like you said, the least excited about. Like, I kind of hope this one bombs. Which is me to say, but um, yeah, I guess that's as far as I want to say about it. Like, I'm, I'm so uninterested. I watch the trailers and I'm like, who cares? And then there's all these plot things. Like, where were you when the universe was? Yeah, where were you when like, Thanos uh, dis- like took out half the universe yeah, and they like, used like, like all- some BS excuse? And then it's like so stupid. Like the fact that they're trying to like wedge it in and claim that they like they're they're, they're the savior of the universe, and then they but they weren't around. Like like it's just uh, yeah. Their attempt to make this bigger and less grounded than the previous installments is only going to bite them in the butt, I believe, because you know we had such a grand finale with Endgame. Yeah, yeah, I I know. It may be unpopular, but I think it should have ended with Endgame because it was like the perfect ending for me. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to, it's one of those things that's like, you know, you, you live long enough to see people like turn against you. Yeah. I feel like that's what's what we're going to start seeing here. Yep. It's yep. like, it was like the peak. They should have ended it with Endgame. Like, yep. like we did it 20 years, so many whatevers, like, or however many years it was. It wasn't 20, but 11, 20 I think. Movies. 11, 20 movies, right? Um, they should have just ended it there. And I think they're gonna, you know, gonna live long to see. Yeah, you, you get it. <laughs> well, a slight, uh, <laughs> well, a slight glimmer of hope. Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tom Holland, good actor. I like his Peter. I really do. Um, but these movies always felt, you know, difficult to get behind. They felt they felt childish and lightweight, is what I'm trying to say, you know. Um you know, he hands off his secret identity. People figure it out easily, um, thanks to the writers. <laughs> um, but most people are not excited about him or any of these new characters. They're excited to see what we know of now is Doc Ock or Alfred Molina, Norman Osborn, also from the Maguire-verse, are set to return, which probably means Tobin Maguire and Andrew Garfield are there. There is footage of... 4k version of andrew garfield for this movie like it's happening people are only excited about these guys which just goes to show that they need to pull previous universes in order to get people in the seats right and we we talked about this with nostalgia right because as soon as you you know you heard the green goblin laugh it just took you back to you know 2003 or whatever when that's all people are talking about that and doc ock yeah that's it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think that's the sound to be said about that you know again nostalgic culture and yeah we're gonna start realizing that the things we want to see are like like that like I, i'm excited about this movie like i'm gonna go and watch this movie yeah um yeah like to tie it all off i'm excited about matrix four like who asked for a matrix four nobody but the fact right. that you have Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I guess, I guess to support him. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't too crazy. I thought like that was... I agree. It ended so poorly that, that I was just like, oh. And I'm okay. worried about what they're going to do in service of these yeah, characters. So what, yep. what are they going to do next? But yeah, well, that's a different day. That's not the end. Yes, <laughs> I agree. But to tie it all off with Spider-Man, I can see the negativity that a lot of people have as far as like current Spider-Man, the, the zeitgeist. There have been so many Spider-Man reboots. I am all Spider-Man out. Yet yeah, I still yeah. want to see Toby because that's my childhood. 
I hear you. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's how I feel. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Last one we're going to talk about today is uh, Doctor Strange. Um, fantastic actors. Love Benedict Cumberbatch. There was uh, we also had in the previous movie Mads Mikkelsen, great villain, uh, but it's kind of forgettable. Uh, the movie was kind of forgettable. Um, you know, it had an over reliance, in my opinion, on special effects. Uh, and I get the feeling that it's going to like do that again for this next one, because, you know, like you have the multiverse of madness that is going to have a, uh, a plethora, a cornucopia, a quiver of CGI. And, um, I have a feeling that story will take a back burner with this one. It may be a stunning upset, just like Spider-Man. So we shall see on that one. As far as right. excitement goes, time will tell. Yeah, I think. And again, I don't really know too much about this one, um, but I'm excited about the concept, right? So, like, what happened with Loki in the end? Like, I think that I, that's just, I'm actually excited about about this concept of the multiverse. Like, I feel like where they could take this could be the coolest thing ever. Yeah, but oh. the problem, the prop, yeah, it could just be a total flop because yeah. it opens up a whole can of worms that is just going to be filled with you know plot holes and. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I, I was going to say that. Because that, that's it. It's either going to be, like, amazing, like, bringing in all these incredible ideas and tying all these things together and making, like, in, incorporating, like, the entirety of every, like, you know, everything they've ever made. Mm -hmm. Or it's going to just suck. <laughs> you know? And if you and then, look at this release date right now for Multiverse of Madness, we're not even, like, a year from now. This is going to be, like, in the next, like, few months are we like as a are we as a society prepared for this <laughs> like it's like overstimulation plus you also have these disney plus shows that who knows like who follows that's that jargon um, yeah, and and supposedly it's supposed to connect it's supposed to connect to all this stuff get real the future is inevitable but let's travel back in time september 29th 1780. So this is a event that I had never heard of. Obviously, we have all heard of Benedict Arnold, but this goes a little bit deeper into the story. So Benedict Arnold, September 29th, 1780, Benedict Arnold's accomplice is sentenced to death by hanging. So the guy's name was John Andre. He was captured on September 23rd. And he was found with incriminating papers in his boot. So after hearing about uh, his capture, Benedict Arnold, what did he do? He fled to a British warship called the Vulture. And he joined the British in the fighting. Revolutionary War is still going on. Um, and Andre was allowed to write a letter to the commander of the British general, Henry Clinton. And then he also wrote to George Washington, and George Washington said, like, he wrote to General Clinton saying, let's exchange Andre the accomplice for Benedict Arnold, because we want him. Got no reply. And by October 2nd, um, Andre was hanged. Age 31. Yeah, that story with Benedict Arnold is so interesting, because he's, like, such a cowherd. <laughs> like, yep. He, like, wanted to be this, like, big, famous guy, and the uh, George Washington just like recognized how he was like such a loser who was so arrogant and like 
it's a tale as it's a tale as old as time that we hate liars and deceivers yeah and this was at a time when like honor and respect was like a thing yeah <laughs> like yeah unlike today so yeah i feel like the like people who like betrayed or like the lowest of the low in yeah. that kind of world isn't that also like the lowest circle of hell in dante's inferno i think that's the ninth circle of oh, hell man. i'm I pretty so. sure uh because when you look at dante's inferno it's like a cold icy because it's the furthest away from warmth uh so this is for the betray i'm pretty sure that's the ninth circle that's very interesting yeah yeah definitely i dante's inferno is so great we, can, mm -hmm. we should talk about that one day that's that's really cool 2008 so pretty recent is uh kind of like when the 2008 recession starts to kind of mm -hmm. peak a little bit so the dow jones dropped 777 points in, in one yeah. day which is like the single largest drop i think yeah um which is crazy so yeah. i remember this i remember this day which is interesting i was yeah. in eighth grade i came home and my mom was watching the uh watching the, the closing bell or whatever my everyone mom too yeah housing. yeah everyone was just freaking out about this mm -hmm. and, and the help with the housing bubble that bursted mm -hmm. and it ruined a lot of people and then just like the economic kind of sort of a mini collapse Mm -hmm. during that year and all of the people that lost their jobs like both my parents lost their jobs i remember mm -hmm. um because of that it was crazy mm -hmm. actually they made that movie have you ever seen big uh, big, big short? short yeah mm -hmm. big short great movie and the amount of people that were disabled to get all these homes that they could not afford you know it's insane and and, and the, the sad thing is they didn't learn anything apparently this is still happening today and we're, we're in the future it'll happen again but it's a great movie it's time for happy crappy i don't have any internet joe so i'm uh what say that again <laughs> yeah so i have to use my uh phone and a microphone for my earphones it sounds pleasing it's uh the sultry. i mean i mean yeah pretty sultry but this time around i think it's much better than your regular microphone that's the real asmr <laughs> oh, i'll keep that in mind whisper sweet nothings to me <laughs> there we go how you doing joseph uh i'm tired but ever since walking into the door of you know where i gotta go to uh, there's stuff that's just been piling and th that's okay. You know, it's, uh, it's fall, you know, the end of the year stuff is, uh, piling up for a reason. Right. Cool. Transition into the holiday season. Yeah. It's the holiday season. Would you consider Halloween an actual holiday? I mean, it's on the calendar, I guess. But I mean, there's a lot of things that are on calendars. I don't think are holidays. <laughs> like but, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like the national blank months or whatever. I think those are lame. Oh, like um, national National Donut Day. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's 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 a, that's, a, that's a holiday. That is a, <laughs> a a feast day, a day of of reverence. No, no, no. Okay, too far. Um, <laughs> I don't like Halloween. I respect people 
who like Halloween, but I'm not a fan. I will say that. Come on, say that. I did not grow up trick or treating, and my kids will not trick or treat. So why not? I stopped like seventh grade, so I felt like it was too. I was too old for it by that point in time. But why did you never do it? Oh yeah, I grew up in not good neighborhoods, and so okay. like the, the the stories you'd hear growing up, like where people would poison candy or put razor blades and stuff, like that, like actually happened where I grew up. <laughs> so my mom did. That's a real life Candyman story. Yeah. Right. Let's dive into happy crappy. So while we have this crappy mood for the two of us going on, where we're both feisty, let's just let's 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 make lemonade. Let's 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 get some crappy going on, and then we'll go back into happy. Crappy. So, um, I've had uh, for working out. Um, I've been working out after work, and I've tried to like m- make sure that my schedule will transition me into working out before work. So I try getting up at four thirty, but it's taken me you know a bit longer to be consistent. When the year started, like maybe mid when I committed to it midway through last year, maybe around like January, February, I was doing it consistently, took a little bit of a transition, sure. But I've been able to do it three times last week. And there were a couple of days I had to, I overslept a little bit longer. So got up at five, didn't have the time to get it. So just trying to make it consistent. And that was my crap. You try, I'm, I'm a little bit impatient with that. We're getting there. Nice. There you go. Have um, yeah, more patience with yourself, Joseph. Have more patience with yourself. You can do it. If you're feeling unmotivated, or if things are difficult, just text me, you know, tell you how beautiful you are. I am beautiful. Thank you. I don't need no one to tell me that. <laughs> well, I'm here, dang it, if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> so my crappy is I'm very tired. My son has been waking up very, very early every day. And we're trying to keep this habit. We are. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been difficult. It's hard to, to accomplish. Is this Eli or John? Eli. Yeah. Ooh. He um. What's going on with him? This morning it was four thirty, and when he wakes up, he wakes up. Um. So what we've been doing is we just we're wanting to be consistent, so we try to put him back in his room, but then he just comes back. So like, like literally from four thirty to six when we like try decide just enough's enough and we just get up like every 10 minutes or 15 it'll just be him coming into our room us picking him up putting him back in his room and then him coming back and then we're just going back and forth and it doesn't matter what you say it doesn't matter how you explain it to him it doesn't matter if you do anything mm. it's just that this doesn't work so we're trying a few different things and we're hoping that he stops waking us up so early um so we will see how that goes because the thing about toddlers is like they don't understand they still don't have the correct he's he's two still i mean his birthday's tomorrow but um Mm. they just don't have like the capacity for like understanding like oh i have to stay in here until the sun comes up or like i have to like or mommy daddy are tired so i shouldn't bug them like he doesn't have that reason and so we try to do that and say like you have to stay in your room or you know, all this stuff. It's, just, it's tough. Eli, Eli's going to see this episode in about 
10 or so years. Uh, but I can say this with the f uh, utmost confidence that uh, little kid, and I, I'm, I've been this way too. Little kids can be jerks. They don't realize it. <laughs> So different because they don't have logic, right? Exactly. The logic is not developed, so they yes. just don't think. They don't have like the same capacity to be like compassionate in that in that sense. To be like, oh, yeah. like, I feel bad for them because they're tired. Like, no, he doesn't care. Exactly, about that. like, that's not even a thought. You know, it's just like, oh, I'm awake. I need to play, and I need food and drinks. Mm -hmm. So like, um, but we're trying a few different things. We're we're getting an alarm clock that has like a light, so it's red when he has to stay in his room. It turns to green when he's allowed to come out. That's a really good tool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're, thinking, we're thinking that's good. We're going to start doing bedtime snacks. So right before he goes to bed, we're going to give him some food. Gets that warm um, milk, warm milk, huh? He like, he like, I thought he liked milk. He likes his juice too. Yeah, he does. Yep. Make Absolutely. the juice the reward. If he does it the night before, like he gets up at the right time, mm -hmm. we'll get you some extra juice. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to try to give him some, some food before bed because we think maybe he's just hungry. So he wakes up. We're going to shorten his naps, which is hard to do because I really, I live for the mm -hmm. nap times, but we're going to try to shorten them to two hours or less than two hours. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to try all those things and just hope that he stops waking up at four o'clock. I hear you. I hear you, brother. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. And Claire is so, is so great because she, she's the one that I'll like go and wake up with him, like when it's time to wake up. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm the one who, most of the time, all of a sudden passed out or something, we'll be the one going back and forth, putting him back in his room. Okay. But um, yeah, so she's more saintly than I am. I like to sleep <laughs> and she likes to sleep too, but she's, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm- She's a super, tired. super woman. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, she definitely is. I don't deserve her. But uh, I've, and I'm back to work a lot this week. It's been insanely busy and crazy. So, and then being on top, tired on top of that is. Yeah, that's difficult, man. So that's my crappy. <laughs> Happies, you go. Happies. Okay, well, last week, I've been hanging out on my deck for about a half hour each night for the Ooh. last uh, for the last few nights. Um been cooler outside and then right after transitioning to that you know i have my decaf coffee out there i get to like an hour and a half of guitar and it's been miraculous that is my happy i think it speaks for itself yeah yeah, yeah. it's the best thing ever love that joe love it. when the sun is setting yep mm -hmm. my happy is we had a something called an XLT holy hour at the, the church here that I work at. So Claire and I played and we had Father Rob Ketchum, who's a dear friend of ours, preside. And it was a really nice night. Mm. Very much needed. Just some good time of prayer and rest and singing and music. And, and that was very good. And that's pretty much it. I went to the beach today for a little while, which was nice to sit on the beach this morning, like early this morning before work. That's awesome. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Because I live on a place where there's a lot of beaches and I never go. And so today I was like, I just need to sit on the beach for a little while. So I did that before work. That's awesome. Can you make that a habit if you can? That deck thing I was just telling you about, I really never gave it a chance last year. Not that often. Um, and I kind of want to make it a regular thing. So if you can with the beach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like this video, share this video to any person that you think might enjoy this content. Also, follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Also, on Patreon, for three bucks a month, you guys can enjoy content that Josh and I genuinely enjoy, love to put out there. And guys, leave a question in the comments. Put some comments below the videos. We want to, we want to answer your questions. So if you have any questions for us, type it down below, okay? You've, you've got questions? You're feeling grounded. <laughs>